Hello, thank you for joining us together tonight with the Sam and Amanda Show, where we love, laugh, learn together. And recording. Prepping. Let me get to. Um, they are live. Let me watch. What's that? There's a delay. There's a little bit of a delay. Yeah. Not a big deal. And babe, you are slightly. There you go. All right. Well, welcome. Good night. <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome to Sam and Mandy Show. We are live streaming again tonight. We're coming to you an hour early from the office here at the church. So we'll begin in just a couple of minutes. Thank you for being part of the show. And tonight uh, is going to be fun. We'll introduce our guests and talk about the topic in just a moment. Give a couple of people time to find us. Get just past the eight o'clock hour and we'll begin. But as always, thank you. If you want to be part of the show, you can make comments. We'll see those. You can call. Uh, the number there is 863-494-3622. And it'll ring right over here. And we'd love to have your comments and participation. Again, 863-494-3622. If you happen to know the church number, that is the church number. Just call <laughs> there. And so my husband has been on before, and um, so we call him just Lewis. And we have Miss Lisa here. Hello. Lisa's in here with us tonight. Good to have you. Our topic is relationships. Hi, Arlie. And relationships is why we have our two spouses in here with us tonight. <laughs> yes, we're going to play a little bit of a, a how well do you know your spouse slash friend game. That'll be fun. You feel free to play along. <laughs> you can put in the comments how well you do. So grab your spouse or your friend and uh, have them watch with you tonight. Yes, yeah, so you can contact us by our email, the Sam and Amanda Show at gmail.com. You can always find us on our podcast at Anchor or Spotify, the Sam and Amanda Show. Obviously, on Facebook, you can call in at the number, again, 863 494 And then, um, if you have Sam, Pastor Sam's personal phone number, you can also do that too. Let's see Absolutely. what happens. <laughs> um, we want to start some with some fun facts. Yeah, always. All right. So we're talking about relationships. And um, so I thought of friendship more than um, maybe an intimate relationship. So friends, friendship fun fact. I have friends all over the world because of our involvement with the Army. So I'm... I'm I don't know. It's not necessarily something to be proud of. I'm not really ashamed of it either. It's just a neutral fun fact that I have friends all over the world. And I think that's pretty neat. Do you think you have friends because of the army on all five populated continents? Africa? Yes. Europe? Yes. Asia? Yes. South America? Not. Maybe. I have my friends families are over there sure yeah of course america you have yeah. friends yeah so yeah potentially all yeah I is know. australia count as a continent now it's on its own it's, 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 I, it's been a long way so, from geography so you have anybody in australia new zealand area oh yeah i do well good a college, a college mate 
Well, I don't have friends all over the world because of military, but I do think we have through missionary, seminary friends. I'm not immediately aware of anybody in Australia. Michelle. Oh, okay. Well, I bet we have people on all. Do we have somebody? Australia, yes. America, yes. Europe, yes. Asia, yes. South America. We've known people that were there, but I don't I know about right now. now. And how about Africa? Because the ones that we knew that were in South America are now stateside now. Yep, mm -hmm. they're here in America. And we I'm not sure about Africa. Visited Antarctica, too. Yeah, we did. Well, yeah, he's not there now, but. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, is. for a mission, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't. That's, well, okay, you got more than enough, guys. <laughs> Everything's a competition with this one. I didn't bring it up this time. <laughs> okay, one of my fun facts, mm -hmm. and because I did the same thing, normally talking about relationships, I kind of went friend and a fun fact. Mm -hmm. The earliest friend I remember, I made oh, okay. it four years old. Hmm. How about you? The earliest friend you remember having as a friend? Probably same. I mean, because we were church babies together. Yeah. So, um, we moved to a new community and he lived up. You know, we were in the mountain, and he lived up the mountain for mm -hmm. me. Jody, first name, four years old. Longest friendship I maintained beginning kindergarten. So kindergarten mm -hmm. all the way through high school, college, into adulthood. And as in, like, you're friends with this person on Facebook, or you have their phone number? Oh, no. Good friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. from kindergarten on. I have, I'm trying to think. We've, I have friends that i have grown apart from because of being in the military or sure. moving around and stuff and i'm friends with them on facebook or i have their phone number but it is not like a good friend that i stay in contact with but that same friend i have right and then one of the best friends even to to the to even to today mm -hmm. begin in ninth grade so from ninth grade on i don't have many friends i mean close close yeah. friends but the ones i've had uh, it, it looks how it's amazing how long the relationships have been and that's kind of cool so fun fact how about did you have a second one yes second fun fact i i thought this was kind of funny because maybe you've done it it might be a, a girl thing more than a boy thing um the best friends bracelets or charms where it's like mm -hmm. b fry and then friends or whatever <laughs> you never wanted to get that second half because best friends the two words oh, are got, broken yeah, in yeah. half so you got b fry and then friends um, I never did that, but I had friends that did that. And I just thought it was, it was neat, but silly at the same time. And I just, I never did that. Did you do that or have somebody like that? Oh no. We, um, well, there were three of us, so that would have never worked. Oh, sure. Um, but we did all get like the same bracelet one time and then one of us lost it. And so then we all three quit wearing them. Oh, funny. Yeah. I mean, I, so, we made friendship bracelets that were just yeah. those threads um but didn't have any lettering on it. were you envious that you didn't have a ends? <laughs> <laughs> i don't think so i i thought it because i never wanted that one yeah and I, the friend i have is going to choose that one so yeah <laughs> my second fun fact i know we're doing this in a little while lisa and i as newlyweds won a newlywed game mm. and we were on the panel with couples that had been married for many many years and yet we knew each other, or maybe just the right questions fell our way. Just the right questions. But we actually won the new. It was at a church event. And it was a lot of fun. I don't think we got anything for it. 
And then at that same church, just so the bragging rights for the last 40 years. Well, absolutely. <laughs> or 20, what? I don't know how much. <laughs> Almost 40, coming up 36. on 36. And then at that same church, we had a couple we would play Pictionary with. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't let us be on the team together after a while because we were so good. Yeah. Just a little the, half a drawing and we could interpret. The word was ricochet. Yeah. Literally, we drew like two. I, I drew. And he immediately said ricochet. <laughs> And I hadn't even drawn the gun yet. Oh, so, funny. Yeah. Yeah, we just. So that was the end of it. Haven't <laughs> so, played since. <laughs> not with them anyway. No, we were so funny. good, and they wouldn't play with us anymore. Not that game. Did you have another fun fact? Well, it just. I mean, I always have fun facts. <coughs> I'm a fun person, right? Um, but it had me thinking when you said that you have friends all over the world because of mission work. Um, I wonder if this is one of military and missions um they that the main commonality is that you're going to have people all over the world because your mission might dictate that sure. so um is there another job or kind of area that is going to have touch points all over the world cia spa yeah. <laughs> what did he say CIA C spa. oh oh yeah okay well, that's still government. Diplomat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gov well, that's government. Yeah. yeah. Government, maybe, or ministry. I guess Amazon might have people all over the world. Coca-Cola or yeah. something. Yeah. World. But that you would have friends all over the world because of that job? I had but a yes. friend in, oh, yeah. in, in, uh, well, in the IT world. Mm -hmm. And his company assigned him to go to every one of their offices around the world. And, and trained them on a new program that was coming out. Mm -hmm. So he did. He went to every major office around the world, took him several months to do it. Now, did he make good friends in all those locations? I don't know, but some friends, mm -hmm. I mean, some acquaintance. Does well, that count? Yeah. I <laughs> or does mean, it have to be a good friend? I mean, I would think that you spent some time together and they are acquaintance slash friend, like you could call them up and reconnect. Right. Um, which brings me to what does relationship mean? Do you have an idea? We already kind of talked about it on, on our podcast bonus. No, that's not fair. Well, that's why <laughs> I'm cheated. asking. <laughs> what would you, in just a couple of words, like what does relationship mean? It's something that two individuals have apart from any other group of people. Okay, <laughs> cool. Miss Lisa, what about you? Well, to have a relationship, it can't be one-sided. Okay. It's got to be going both ways. That goes along with the, we Googled the definition. I mean, Merriam-Webster Google. So, I mean, we're, hopefully it's right. Um, but it's a connection between two people, two objects, two ideas. Um, so it doesn't have to be personal, although we think of relationships a lot of time as, you know, personal relationships, friends and stuff. Um, but it could just be, what do we say? Oh, the trash bag relationship to a trash can, that kind of a thing. How does this relate to that? It's just a, what do they have in common? What connects them? But we did admit that that's probably not what people think about yes. when they talk about relationships. Right. You know, we all, I think, go to friends or spouse, mm -hmm. family first. Or business mm -hmm. or yeah. whatever. Right. So what does the Bible say about relationships, Sam? Well, you, we had some verses uh, mm -hmm. in preparation for tonight. You know, I, I love the one. I quoted it this morning in church. Do not neglect the assembly of yourselves together which tells us we ought to be part of the family of God. We ought to be in church, worshiping him together, studying the Bible together. Um, and then we had several others. And words like encourage kept showing up, mm -hmm. build up one yeah. another. 
love, obviously, or loving, that kept showing up. Um, and then honor, particularly like honoring your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the me, I think the one word in the Bible, obviously, mm-hmm. that symbolizes yeah. relationships is what? Love. Love. Exactly <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I think the greatest demonstration of of uh, relationship was love. And that might was very much more one-sided than two-sided. But once we kind of awaken to that love, then it, it does become two-sided. And you're talking about God's love for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have a question about Exodus 20, verse 12, where it says, honor father and mother, right? Sure. And, and your days will be long on the earth. Okay. What does it mean to honor your father and your mother? What kind of relationship does that entail when you're honoring? Love. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. We, so, we didn't prep for this part of it. <laughs> so I reserve the right to amend and add to my comments yes. at a later date. Um, to love, to respect, to treat with kindness, to receive from them guidance, wisdom, mm-hmm. and at some point to give to them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you all live long enough, roles sometimes reverse. Right. And to be there for them like they were there for us early on so because you all are at least a a half a generation above us what does that look like she's saying we're old (laughs) which and i honor the older generation okay um did that look like honor to you (laughs) just make a comment below um what does that look like now with with your son being older how does he demonstrate that love respect and if it's too personal you don't have to answer it but i'm just curious because i'm waiting for my 14 year old to honor <laughs> to have that honor piece so his days will be long and not short so you don't kill him between 15 instead of yeah if he lives that long yeah. but for me it's the fact that he calls um he calls just to say hey Mm-hmm. You know, to maintain that relationship. He also calls to ask for advice. And he's, we call him mm-hmm. because of his education and training. We call him and ask for advice in certain areas where he's received yeah. an education that we don't have. That's cool. And that, it's really neat. Yeah, yeah. that respect um, for the experience that you have that that you couldn't give him. He had to go out and do that on his own. So that's yeah. kind of neat. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's really a cool it's thing It's also to obvious watch. Um, that he respects us because of the way he uh, brings people into our home. Mm-hmm. And he gives them a heads up. My dad's a pastor. This is allowed. This is not allowed. Um, and he makes no excuses for that. Yeah. Um, and in some ways throughout his life, I think that was, it made his life easier. Because mm-hmm. he could always say, you know, I can't do that because my dad's a pastor. Mm-hmm. But we always kind of gave him permission to use us for an excuse at any moment to get out of any situation he didn't need to be in. That's good. But it's also wonderful, like while I'm going through this cancer thing, he calls me either the day of or the day after. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mom, how you doing? I want you to know I love you and I'm praying for you. And um, there's nothing better in the world than getting just one of those calls that says, hey, yeah. I just love you. Yeah. That's cool. It's coming for y'all. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Keep praying. Um, going, taking that dynamic where Caleb has a, a different life experience now from you because he's not going into the ministry yet, let's say. And you oh, and your dad have a lot in common. And you and your dad have a lot in common because you are in the military. Is there, is there respect for your father's 
um, do you find that it's harder because you had similar experiences and there's not a lot that you would call him on or do you, would, did you call your dad earlier because early in life because, oh, dad, you've been through this. I need your, your, you've been through this experience. What, what'd you do? And then same question for you, dad, you've been through this. What did you do? I was pretty independent. And so I, I you know, I tried to figure things out on my own a lot mm -hmm. through life. But no, Dad did have a lot of experience, and he was always there to talk to. And there were many times when I would talk to him about something. Um, maybe it would reach, you know, a pretty serious stage, and I'd reach out. But mm -hmm. but then other times not. But yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was hard doing the same career as my dad. I think him being a pastor helps me be a better pastor. Okay. And and his wisdom, his experience, I could learn from. And um, he was always willing to share and and help me. Then sometimes even when I didn't ask, just like I do with my son. Yeah. You know? What about you? What do you think? The Air Force is a little different than the Army, I think. Yes, it is. That, so, but uh, yeah, it just it helps to to know why he is the way he is and, and different different things that yeah that he did. It, it, it gives more grace that now that I've done it. So I I do think there was some things when we were early dating where uh, my father-in-law did things a certain way that was like, why is he so particular about this? And then having gone through basic training, we're like, oh, <laughs> this is why he does this and you just can't get it out of your system. And I think some of the things he still does and he's been out for 20 I years. Least, I mean, yeah. he's been out for a while. Um, and similar, I get joked around about how I say the days of the week or the date that I'm gonna give military you whatever. Military It's military um, because it, it it's so you get 10 weeks of drowning in the military and then however you're immersed it's like that cultural immersion that you get if you're going to go through language classes um it's hard to get it's hard to shake it off hard to wash it off <laughs> scrub it off um you can yeah. get it out of the military but you can't get the military out of you very much so yeah. um on a lot of things some things yes you can whew, you know, like getting up at 4.45 in the morning, that is all gone. But growing hair, maybe. Growing some hair, coloring your hair. Yeah, all different things. <laughs> um, but one of one of the verses that I really liked um, as I was looking this up was Proverbs 17, 17, where it says, a friend loves at all times, but a brother is born for adversity. And I know your brother is eight years younger than you, and I'm not trying to bring up a whole lot of family drama, but if it's there, go ahead. Um, it, did you find that this is particularly true? Because in my life, God is my witness. Eight brothers, they were adversaries at times. But now now they are friends, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear from any of your brothers, brothers tonight. My brother, being eight years younger, I, I basically was raised as a single child. Mm -hmm. Even into my teenage years, because he was still too young for us to do much together. Yeah. But certainly as adults, we become much closer. And we talk fairly regularly and and talk about my job, his job, you know, life, what's going on. And we have a real good friendship now. Um, and I'm thankful for that, but certainly not growing up. Yeah. Not, not that we didn't like each other. It's just I was eight. He was a baby. I was 16. He was eight. Yeah. Two totally different stages, stages of life. Yeah. yeah. But now, and probably for the last 20 seven, years yeah, or 20 so. Years, yeah, 20 years, it's been... You're both adults and oh, yeah. get along just fine. Well, I mean, we claim that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, he usually joins us about now, so we'll see yeah, what he yeah. says. Um, I was talking about you and you didn't know it. 
I just want to take a look at our, our podcast over there. We're still going. Sometimes you have to yes. wiggle the mouse. Okay, so yes. making sure. Um, so we're going to break it up a little bit with some Facebook questions that we've had through the week. My husband doesn't have Facebook, like, period, at all. He used to, and then you got off, I mean, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, so he has not been on. So any of his army friends that are friends of mine, every time you say something, I usually filter, not filter it, but I pass it along to him, <laughs> uh, whatever your major life milestones are. Um, so, you know, Reuter says hi. Um, but, and this is going to be a good one for you because I don't know about how you guys are. So we'll figure it out. But where do you cut costs when you need to save? So these are Facebook questions that appear on our page? Yes, these are Facebook questions that appear on our page. And we have, um, they all come from this book by Piccadilly Publishers Incorporated. I got it at Target for like probably $5 or something. Um, because I was going to have my son use it. And then I started reading through the questions and I thought this would be so fun to post on Facebook. So um, it says 3,000 questions about me and that we post them every day at 9 o'clock on our Facebook page. Where do you cut costs when you need to save? And I'm, this is about money, I'm going to assume. Eating out, I would say, would be the first thing. Yeah, I think I said, when I answered the question, I said, I don't spend more. I didn't say I cut it anymore. I just said I don't spend more. If I don't, if I have to cut a cost, don't spend extra, which might mean I'm, eating. I'm out. not quite sure that <laughs> men and women understand cutting costs the same way. Yeah. You'll find more sales. I don't. Well, no. If I get the bug to um, buy anything, like buy anything, I'll try not to. Like I just won't spend extra. I mean, does that make sense? Or are you yeah. totally different? No, it does. It does. When when money gets tight for us, the one thing I do is stay away from places where I would normally be tempted to spend money. And the other thing is, I don't take my husband to the grocery store. Because oh, yeah. when he goes with me, the bill is always about 20 to $25 more because he sees new things that he wants to try. Mm -hmm. And so there'll be things in the buggy when we're checking out. It's like, what is this? I'll wait where until she's looking from? that way to grab something over here. You still do it? I see, I don't oh, absolutely. take it to the store. If I'm there, yeah. something's going to be in the buggy. Well, he'll, we've been shopping before. And Lou, I think Lewis must have learned it from you because I will have turned... I mean, I usually have my eyes on my son because he'll do that. And he started very young. But um, maybe he taught me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he taught you. Um, but anyways, I have to keep my eyes on because he'll just start throwing stuff in there. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, unless it's a buy one, get one free. We're not getting yeah. we're not getting it or whatever. Um, because Publix always has really good BOGOs or whatever. But um, you used to come with me. And now I I'll usually go shopping alone. But when he's coming home from work at 530, like, do we need anything from Publix? And I <laughs> No, we do not. <laughs> and sometimes he stops and he'll get outrageous things that we do not need. You You're... like tortilla chips. So, I give you every <laughs> so brand many different flavors. I'm like, what are we going to eat? Colors, these? Yeah. Oh, and then like veggie chips. I, I'm sorry, but if I want a chip, I want it to be potato and salted. Pretty much just plain. I'll use different flavor dips. But not like, what did you come home with? Beets? Like, banana? Banana chips? I like banana. Like, but do you like yeah, garlic like, banana chips? No. I know. I know. It's like, do you no. like try that? Oh, I, I like garlic. I have some bags of chips for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I oh, don't like kidding. beets of any kind. Oh, though, so okay. I think they taste like dirt. I just can't get past it. I I've like tried it three earthy, or four times. I like earthy roasted beets. 
but not <laughs> dried <laughs> chips, not dried chips, not pickled beets. How did you know until you tried it? Oh, oh you heavens. didn't try it. I have. Oh, and that, that bag actually might still be sealed closed. <laughs> it's been sitting on top of our refrigerator for a No, if I find something in the store, it's not something weird. And I'm going to put beets in the weird, beet chips in the weird or garlic banana chips in the weird category. I will come home Corn with dogs. Nutter Butters of various kinds. <laughs> if they don't have those, maybe fudge dipped Oreos, little because box of those. <laughs> um, you know, things like that. Good things that I'm not the only one that likes them, by the way, in our house. I may be the one that eats most of them. <laughs> I don't like those things. Well, that's why I buy them. He buys what I don't eat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which so is okay. What I hear us all kind of agreeing to is we cut costs at the grocery store pretty much. Well, I think well, eating out, we used to eat out in St. Pete a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of that has been sickness. Some of that's been budget mm -hmm. cutbacks. Some of that's been opportunity. Yes. So we do not eat out near as much as we did previously yeah. in fact most of our married life we've eaten out not a lot but at different <laughs> times good. a lot i mean a good baptist eats so well i, I mean like we did tonight well, at church yeah. absolutely well when caleb was of a certain age and he played every sport known to man mm -hmm. you're grabbing meals in between tournaments yeah. and before you know it you're well, spending a lot of money at restaurants every night's a practice or a game and you're eating on the way home afterwards mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we used to see that a lot. So, Waffle House was our friend. <laughs> I'll tell you one place where we cut costs is we only have two cars. Okay. I know our son has one of those mm -hmm. in Orlando. So, for the two of us right now, we, we have one, one car. Mm -hmm. And now we're getting ready to change that in the near future. But, you know, for the last two, three, four years, five years, five, we've, uh, We've operated with one car at the house. Which wasn't a big deal living in the city, but now that we're not in the city. It is a little bit more, yeah, of a more big of a challenge. deal. We plan our trips. Oh, yeah. We try to make, where are we going? And we hit everything. Or she'll because drop me off at so work high. and take the car mm -hmm. or, you know, vice versa. Uh, next question. What is one thing that you begged your parents for as a kid and they finally gave it to you? I begged my parents because my friend Jody up the mountain, had a and then Frank who moved in after Jody moved out. They both had motorcycles, and we lived in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And I begged for a motorcycle, and I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never so, got one. Louis, we got one for Louis for Christmas this year, or 2021. And um, we should have you guys over and ride. <laughs> she wants to kill you. Oh, what? You think he could ride that? Oh, it's a around, little one. He said he would. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't had, mind. I told him about how we, we went around the pond and back to the same spot, you yeah. know, as fast as we could kind of thing. Here's the deal. If you have me over, whatever her best time is, I'll beat it. <laughs> and she's had time to practice. Yeah. And we we'll may even down. video it for the Sam and Amanda show. Yeah, we'll, we'll And we'll have emergency vehicle <laughs> waiting um what a, well i when i answer this question i said my ears pierced all my friends had their ears well i shouldn't say that what i can remember as a kid so this, i could be embellishing the story but all my friends had girls had their ears pierced and so i said mom why can't i have my ears pierced she said well because i waited till i was there i had to wait till i was 13. no my mom had she didn't have her ears pierced until she had moved out so she was like going to college and got her ears pierced and she didn't want me 
to have them pierced and me not actually want them pierced or whatever. So I got them pierced at 13. So, but I have been asking as soon as I like was in school. So it probably annoyed her for six years from six years old to 13, you know, and said, <laughs> I want my ears pierced. I really don't remember asking my parents for anything that they had the ability to give me and not, and not, you know, I mean, I wasn't spoiled, but I didn't ask for a lot. I mean, we didn't have a lot, but we were happy. Mm -hmm. And um, but I really don't remember begging for something and never getting it. Except the motorcycle. <laughs> well, yeah, but I knew I knew that that was too expensive, yeah. you know, for us. So that was yeah. fine. Now, interestingly, oh. eight years later, my brother comes along. <laughs> they're in a different stage of life. Yeah. yeah. And they can afford to give him one. But I got to ride it, so there, no, you, go. there, there you go. He did break his collarbone. Yeah. A little bit of payback. That's all I'm going to say. But. Well, my sister was five years older, and so she fought the getting your ears pierced thing, but oh, she yeah. didn't want to do it alone, so she drugged me. So even though I didn't want them yet, mm. I got my ears pierced, but I couldn't take them out without passing out. So she had to help me change my ears earrings for like the first year until I finally got how old were I you? could do it. I think I was like eight or nine. Oh, well. You know, so anyway. But I always worked and saved money. Mm -hmm. So... If I wanted something, I always had that. That was my motivation to make the money. And then when it would come time to make the purchase, nine times out of 10, I would decide I'd rather still have the money. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really remember I, asking mom and dad for much. I, like, I promise you, we're talking about getting fences for our goats. And by the time we get our money saved up, I'm like, hey, well, I'm going to call the fence guy right now. I'm going to call him. And he's like, well, just let's just wait on it. Because I really like seeing how much money that is money in the bank. And I'm like, <laughs> that money is for the, you know, the fences. <laughs> But yeah, that's, what about you? What did you ask for that you never got? <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you. I can't, to my recollection, I just kind of knew this is yeah. the situation where it's yeah. like, I knew I couldn't ask for the new PlayStation or, or whatever it was, you know, so. But. <laughs> okay, here's a second. What have you not asked for and you got? Oh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> okay, not socks or anything. But... <laughs> <laughs> <Underwear>. <laughs> yeah. But like something big, I mean, I'm thinking of something specifically that your mom, I think, and your dad had got you one year and you didn't ask for it. I mean, they, I remember them, they got me a PlayStation. I yeah, that's the big that. thing that yeah. I'm thinking of. I got one of the, you remember when stereos came out and uh, maybe y'all don't. Yeah. What's that? Had a photograph on top, AMF. We have to restart our podcast because it turns off after 30 minutes. Um, especially if you're inactive, so. And we're 36 minutes into tonight's episode. Thanks again for being with us. I was going to ask them, or Amanda, because mm -hmm. you and I have been there every night, mm -hmm. but you as well, do you miss the breaks? Because oh. we've been going 36 minutes straight, and we're going to continue. But when we're in the radio studio, we would have those hard breaks every 10 to 15 minutes, and we'd have a chance to get up, walk around, and kind of talk mm -hmm. off air. Although those of you on live stream got to see it about what we would do next. And when we're going straight like this, we don't have those breaks. Do you miss that? Or you like it this way? I like this way better. I like okay. the flow of conversation and without the because um, the breaks were never did the breaks didn't go and coincide with how we were breaking up. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and there's no right or wrong answer, but we would love to know what you think. If you enjoy the breaks, get up, go to the kitchen for a minute, or if you like the conversational style, just continuing on. 
So I, we have a couple of Facebook commenters. I want to um, share that. It says, <clears throat> David says, I wanted a bike, had the money to buy a bike, but wasn't allowed to get one. <laughs> and Aurelie says she would want to be serenaded over a candlelight dinner by Engelbert Humperdinck, maybe. Oh. And I kind of, I know that name, but yes. so is he a crooner? Like, not, not, not uh, really Sinatra a crooner. Crosby. No, I wouldn't say no. that. Big band. A little after that time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. More 70s, right? Oh, okay. Uh, 60s, 70s. Okay, so yeah. like Tom Jonesy. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, more in that era. Oh, funny. I, yeah, I, really popular. I really thought you might have picked, like, um. So, go ahead. Goodbye. No. No. I said Ed Sheeran was oh, the, the redhead. He's got such a really nice <laughs> voice, it's but then I don't remember who else I, I said. It was Jason Mraz. He has an interesting yeah. voice, but. <laughs> I write the songs that make the whole world. Very manual. Because of Mandy, I thought you would maybe no. pick okay, that. Okay, so I Sing thought about that, but I, um, I'm, I had a crush on Mandy Patinkin because his name is Mandy. I, you know, so I was like, oh no, Barry or Mandy, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, and so I'm glad we got that on video. That's right. <laughs> Um, we've got some more comments that I want to go to. David also says um, he would want Mama Cass, I think, oh, to serenade yeah. him. Uh, My dream mom a loves dream. him. Yeah. Loves the Mama Cass and who's the group that they sang with? I don't even Mama's know who you're talking Papas. about. Mama's in the Papas, yeah. that's it. Don't know um, who you're talking about. Arlie also says the horoscopes are not accurate predictions of your future. And then David says, my psychic says they're fake. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I always want to do when you're driving through a place and you see that little house that says psychic free readings? <laughs> I always want to walk up to the door and not even knock. If I have to knock, they're fake. <laughs> but you already know they're fake. Well, I know, but... So what happens if they you, go knock to so lunch no. and they open yeah, the door? No. <laughs> you, you go to knock and you don't, and you're like, told you! <laughs> no, no, no. If they happen to open well, the door... Yeah. If they happen to open the going. door, then I do what my friend says. You know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea. Oh, funny. To get oh, the money. Betsy says she likes it without the brakes. Well, All thank right. you for your Very feedback. Very good. Very cool. Um, fun one. How do you describe millennials? <laughs> okay, now what age exactly this is, is millennial? Okay, so I'm going to read an excerpt. 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 Yeah, but it sounds like there's a Z in there, but that's Excerpt. not Excerpt, though. That's how you it. E-X-C. E-X-C. But I know, but it sounds like a Z. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, so this comes from the Mockingbird publication, The Age Issue, and this was, I think, like last quarter. So it's a religious publication put out by Mockingbird, which is a, um Episcopal, Anglican, Lutheran type of publication. So this is what um, <coughs> Jane Anderson Grizzle says about skinny jeans, middle parts, and makeovers on being a newly old millennial. This is just <laughs> a little bit. It says millennial used to mean fun and irresponsible young person. Now millennial means we're approaching 40, which <laughs> is very true. Yeah. Um, and she tells a story that last week I was carded when buying beer. I rejoiced, not because the cashier thought I might be under 21, but because store policy requires her to card anyone who appears under 40. I do not look 40, she says. <laughs> and she says, skipping, skipping, she says, and I complain about backaches. 
And so I thought wow. that's, I, I used to think like, I don't want to be a millennial. I didn't grow up with it with um, internet and technology in, in my hand. Um, but we did, we, we were that emerging generation with that. So we, we can remember we were life. The last ones that could straddle that where we yeah. grew up and we knew life without all, all yeah. of it. And we can like our navigate it now. First cell phone was at 21 year. I mean, similar maybe because you guys were um, adulting here. Oh, so you I, might had, I had a brick, the brick that yeah. belonged to my company at 18. Yeah. That I hated because <laughs> I didn't, paper. I didn't like the fact that somebody could reach you no matter where you were but it was corded to the brick right well it it could plug into the car okay, it could, yeah, yeah. you know as long as you had power you were you were reachable That's funny. and so like working for the company which was in advertising you had if you didn't answer that phone you were in trouble mm -hmm. so i didn't like that i didn't like that and i always thought you know people were talking about oh someday it's going to be like star trek and we're going to have our watches and our watches do that yeah. now i was always like i'll never have one I don't want to be that reachable, but like this morning I went off without my phone and it's kind of uncomfortable. And then after about the first hour, it was really freeing. <laughs> yeah, like if someone that. wants me, they'll have to call. That's Sam. right. They yeah. should know. They should be at church. They'll know where I am. Yeah. So are you two technically in the millennial generation? Then? We are at the the I'm first right. years of it. I think okay. millennial, they have, they started, they said at first it was like 1990. But then they kept creeping the age down to like 1980 and I'm 83 and he's 84. So if it means according to this issue, which was within the last 21 to 2022, if you're approaching 40 or nearing 40, you're a millennial. So what would the youngest millennial be, 25 or 20? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that there's some some cushion, sure. but yeah, sure. 20 yeah, or 25. Considered millennial. Well, he's 24 and he's not millennial. He was born in 97, but they're talking like they're. Gen Z then? Or what do you yeah, mean? yeah, that in between. No, I would think he was. Between. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a they lot say of they gray. kind of fall yeah. in that because. And they keep moving it too. Well, I know. And it depends on who's. It depends on how your parents much. raised you too, because I don't think necessarily like a, a millennial yeah, of true. the later years, right. because my parent we didn't have a lot of money. We had us gentleman's farm so we grew our own food we didn't live in the city i think it has a lot to do with just culturally and then how you were raised where you were yeah couldn't watch the smurfs that kind of thing so <laughs> evil little blue guy yeah. <laughs> yeah um well we're the we're the last year of what's considered baby boomer oh wow because it was 64. okay but I so don't relate to a lot of things we didn't struggle like so many of yeah. the baby boomers did but I'm kind of like honored to be a part of their generation because they're yeah. so, they did so many wonderful things mm -hmm. and they're known for the sacrifices they made and, you know, making mm -hmm. do with whatever they had. They would so have been the Vietnam it. era. Yeah. And we were still babies and young children. Right. Yeah. But we would have been the tail end of that. So they're the ones that came back and experienced Woodstock mm -hmm. or the hippie culture in California. And so we weren't really old enough or, you know, to be part of that. Thank you. <laughs> but the so question is, what do you think about millennials? Well, no, it says, how would you describe? How do you describe millennials? Well, I would not have considered y'all millennials. I think younger for some reason. I, I just don't know the there's age. Just, I think there's two. Oh, there's Gen generation. X. There's Gen X, and then there's Gen Z. Z. And so yeah. Louis is Gen Z, and somehow between him and us millennials, there's that Gen X. So yeah. that That's might be Caleb. more of what yeah. Caleb is. Yeah. yeah. 
And the really interesting, <clears throat> interesting thing to me about Caleb's generation, they had all that technology, but now for like their gifts, they have technology already. So Caleb's big thing is let's go have an adventure. Mm -hmm. Let's go on a trip. Let's do something none of us have ever done before. Those are the kind of things that, that really like light his fire and get him excited about it. Really good. Do something about making memories. Making mm -hmm. memories. Not giving a yeah. object. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That I appreciate. Yeah. yeah that's good. And he's always liked really good food. And so <laughs> for him to go to a really nice restaurant, he understands, you know, this is not something we can do very often. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so he's he's always been super appreciative of any anything that takes time too. You know, he doesn't just want money thrown. He wants, he wants the time. So that's Very sweet. Cool. Um, anything else to add about that? No. About millennials? <laughs> Did you have a description for millennials besides being the best generation? I, really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to read kind of what, oh, okay. I just, I just think millennial really is, they grew up with, with the internet where mm -hmm. we, that's our yeah. we kind of bridged that where. And do you remember when the both. term first started being, tossed around we were sitting at a really nice italian restaurant and it was before we had caleb it was in sugar hill and it, we talked about the millennials were the ones that were on dates but they were both on their phones yeah and that was it kind of hurt my heart to think you know they're missing out mm -hmm. like, put that down the person that you love is right there and you choose to be on your phone so anyway <laughs> more about relationships um but first community highlights. <laughs> this is the transition into what did you do this week? Um, what did you guys do this week? Um, I did several of the things that are on this list. Uh, we went to Florida Baptist Convention Challenge 2025 event last Tuesday, mm -hmm. and that was good. We enjoyed that. Um, saw some friends, you know, reconnected friends from around the state. How long have you known some of those people at the convention there? 13 years. I, I think, oh, okay, because you've been in Florida with that. Okay. Right, yeah. We came to Florida roughly 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. Not exactly, but pretty close yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. And there was one lady that I met for the first time in person that I'd only seen before on Zoom calls. Mm -hmm. And so that was really amazed that Cindy recognized me from a Zoom call, first of all, because I don't think anybody looks the same. Yeah, yeah. I think we're really going to be shocked when all these masks come off and we see what our doctor really looks like and our nurse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and some of them I haven't known very long at all, but the sure. maximum would have been 13 years. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And there were several, two or three at least, that I have known that long. I look forward to seeing again some of the um, women that I met there, mm -hmm. um, and one of them that you met also. Yeah, yeah, really. It was really cool. Really cool to be there. And Georgia's not that far, so you might there might be some bleed over from... <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, it's possible there were other guys that moved from Georgia down here, and I would have known, but just thinking back to the people I saw at the meeting, they're all people I met once I got to Florida, either 13 years ago or some, you know, very recently. But I would have, I think I, thinking back, if had he said, like, who's from, who came from the farthest, like, was there somebody there from the Key West Church or the Tallahassee or all the way over to the Panhandle? Sure. Just yeah. to see how far. Not how far they came, that it means anything, but just, you know, because there are some people locally that weren't there. And I thought, well, what are you doing on a Tuesday? And so. Um, <laughs> well, I know there were people from way up in the far west panhandle. Yeah, and there was the pastor's wife from Key West. Oh, she was there? Okay, yeah. cool. I, I didn't see them, so. 
Yeah. It wasn't the the church that we know. It wasn't Josh and Darlene. It was another lady, but it was neat. That's cool. Um, I'm going to take another pen here so I can cross that off and I'll bring that up again. Um, volleyball at First Baptist. That was fun. <laughs> it was a, it was a lot of fun. So Friday there, night. There were people there um, as far as connection. So we connected on an idea of volleyball equals fun. And so a, a different group of people showed up. I think more than I expected, which was great. And then um, I met new folks and spectators came so people that knew they weren't going to play anyway came to watch and i thought that was so great to um they they weren't i mean we we have in common that we go to the same church or that jesus loves us but the other common thing was volleyball and that their family member was going to be playing and so sometimes finding el finding out what else you have in common is very fun. Like there's things that we found out that we had in common after we were married several years. Like, oh, I didn't know you didn't like whatever. So anyway, seeing that in church is like, oh, I'm so glad that you kids or you other adults or you other community people that have never been in the church before that you also like volleyball. That's it's just really neat. Mm -hmm. um, we did announce that nobody got injured. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by and large, I think it was true. Yeah. I was sore the top of my you leg. You fell, right? <laughs> On your on your back. Right. Well, no. Listen. <laughs> I well. I allegedly. Oh, okay. There's no proof. Did you trip? What? All I, I know is that I uh, had. That's not on the sheet. <laughs> I opened my eyes and you were on the floor, and I was like, "Who pushed him?" That's a no, problem. no. What happened was I had this beautiful dive. Oh, is that? And I was? hit it. Yes. No, no. Uh, I was going backwards, and I just fell flat. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. I don't know if I had watched the ball and I and I just kept watching. But that same spot, about four different people slipped down in that same spot. Oh. So I wondered if like maybe some polish had gotten on the floor in that one oh, little spot. Funny. Yeah, Jenna fell really hard there, but oh. but she, she said it was more her pride that was hurt than oh. anything else. <laughs> Even going up and down the stairs to the pulpit today. Oh really? The top you of my it? right leg is sore. I'm sure Caleb has heard of this, but the delayed onset muscle soreness, DOMS. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he two says, two oh, days. yeah, he, that's what I think. It's two days because he's like, I'm feeling great. And this was yesterday. I'm like, okay, just wait. <laughs> What'd you say? He's like, my arms are hurting my chest. And I'm like, I, I guess I didn't really do that much. I wasn't trying to hit the ball as hard or, or jump as high. <laughs> that's for sure. But yeah, it's funny. He came out this morning like, I'm more sore than I thought I I, it was a lot of fun, and it made me realize how long it had been oh since goodness. I played volleyball. Yeah. It's been a long time. Too but it was fun. Long. It's yeah. been longer for you. And, and I'm looking forward to whatever we do next month. I think we'll do volleyball again. Um, and a couple of people had said, well, can, can we do this more often? And I thought, I've got to have more people support it. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of people there, but you've got to, you got to commit to showing up. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. I think once a month's good for now. Yeah, and somebody asked me if we would set up the what is that nine square? Yeah, game the youth play. Do you know about nine square? Is, I've seen it. I don't really understand. I mean, it, oh, oh, like over yeah. your head. Yeah, and it's, okay. it's a little more. Um, I haven't played accessible it for people who aren't super athletic. Okay, but um, it's less strenuous, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It can fun. be. It can be strenuous. It depends upon who's <laughs> playing. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, last Saturday antiques in downtown Arcadia. So it's a, maybe it's just the fourth Saturday. Fourth of the Saturday. Saturday. I hadn't been to that 
in a very long time. I think we had stumbled upon Arcadia on a fourth Saturday before. And we're like, oh, wow, this is crazy awesome. But we hadn't, we've been here almost two years and hadn't done it. <laughs> and so my mom and I met for coffee at one of the local shops and it didn't open till mm -hmm. nine and we were there at eight. And I thought, well, I guess we're going in thinking for an hour. And so we did, we just kind of, we just walked around, didn't get anything, but just, they must have been there so early to, to set, set up. up because I don't know if they get designated spots. I think it's just, you show up and you start putting your stuff out. Because there was a lot of kind of bleed over into like, is this your stuff or their stuff or whatever? And there's no fighting or anything. I right. want to misrepresent. But there's a lot going. I mean, so much, much more than um, Oak Street Market. And oh, I yeah. guess Oak Street Market is a different handmade, small batch mm -hmm. type of things. Mm -hmm. And it is different than antiques. But there was just a lot of people. I mean, a lot of has that been your experience when you've been there? Oh, yeah. Now, we okay. haven't been in a while, have we? It's, um, I don't think we've been this season, but probably because of me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. We went a couple times last year. Is it just during season, so it's not during the summer? Not during the summer, because it gets too hot. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's only during season. Wow. Yeah, there was just, I'm still baffled. I can, I close my eyes and there's just stuff everywhere. <laughs> it was all over. What always amazes me is when we were walking through some of the antique stuff and then you realize you have that at your house. Cause yeah. I have some in my grandmother's dishes and I'm like, Oh, we're not using that dish anymore. <laughs> that little dish is worth $50. I, was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> Funny. I put my cranberry sauce in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're in Arcadia or, or around DeSoto County on the fourth Saturday of the month, check out the antiques. There's, there is something for everyone. I mean, yeah. you can, there's, you know, $1 little knickknacks, you know, or wooden figurines or, I mean, they have some handmade small batch type of things yeah. there, but I mean, a lot of, you can find something to put in your house. Well, I replaced my cast iron skillet that got lost in the move because oh, yeah. the one there had already been pre-seasoned, you know, there you and go. It, it was, yeah, they don't go bad. That's what I heard. If you here. take care of them right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that we haven't talked about before was a chess club at the opera house. So we had said like this, 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 and that, or whatever is going on at the opera house. But on Mondays from six to 8 PM is the chess club. You have to be a member to, uh, participate. A member of the opera, opera house. house. Yes. A member of the opera house, which is not expensive. It's $35 for the family for a year, but there's, I don't know, 10, at least chess boards set up, um, for, those who are competitive at chess. I'm not really sure. You know, I'm not very good, but I enjoy a game every once in a while. I think I might enjoy going down there one Monday night. <laughs> I might would take like Louie oh, and because yeah, so. he likes to play and he likes to say how good he is when he's playing me, um, which I have lost a few times, but yeah. Um. I see. Now we've talked about a lot. <laughs> we've talked about the Sam and Amanda show putt-putt tournament, the golf, uh, not golf cart, Go-kart tournament. <laughs> I see a chess tournament in our future. Maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> With a timer for the moves. And yeah. you, you and I will play each other, and then we each can bring in a ringer. Oh, I was going to say, I'll, yeah, can we have a tag team? And like, Louie, what'd you do? Or what no, you but you and I will play, yeah. and then our ringers will play. No. I'll bring Caleb. I thought you were gonna bring Jerry. Oh, family. I was gonna say I'll bring Jerry. Then. Well, I don't. No, no. You gotta be family. You gotta be oh, family. Oh, now it's lit we're limiting. Yeah. Um, I was pretty good though. Oh, he is. No, no, no. Oh. no. 
John and Nancy Holder say, goodness, all the titles referring back to what do you call millennials and all the other things. She says, I think we're just called old people. Old people. <laughs> Older people. Hey, John and Nancy. Good to see you. Um, so we're entering into the second hour, I think. Yes. Well, right? I don't even know what time it well, is. Yeah, just about, about three minutes. Yeah. Um, and so what we like to do at the top of the second hour is do a, there's a song about that segment. And so I tried to find different, um, songs, popular songs, pop culture songs, not, not a Christian specific or church churchy, um, about songs about relationships. Now this is mostly friendship or, um, maybe even kind of a funny song. So can you think real quick on like, maybe what it name something I don't have, um, a song about friendship or relationships. Well, but that's a church song. Lifetime's not too long to live as friends. Friends are friends forever. Michael W. Smith. Oh, I don't even friends know that Friends are friends forever. forever. Okay. It's the Lord of them. Okay. Cool. No, that's a good Christian song. Yeah. I've got a relationship song. Okay. What's but that? it's not Christian. Okay. Afternoon Delight. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> that is. Yeah. That's, that's an intimate song. relationship song. <laughs> It's not um, to be sung in church. Not to be sung. It's kind of like you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Yeah. Do, well, do, 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 do. <laughs> what about you? Any songs that come to mind? I looked at that was the one I was thinking of. Which one? one. The, the, oh, okay. You got a friend of me. So yeah, what that was one of the songs that I thought of because Toy Story came out yeah. when I was yeah. like in sixth grade, I think maybe fifth grade. I, I feel like a little younger than that, but maybe. Um, and so that's. Um, just one of the first friendship songs uh and that's sung by randy newman if you've seen toy story at all i think it's in all four of them they'll they'll play that at some point i'm pretty sure the song predates toy story oh yeah it does but i'm just saying in my memory that's where i heard it first okay. yeah you've got a friend in me um and then the second song that i found and i have definitely heard this because my mom loves carol king oh yeah You've got a friend. I think James Taylor also yeah, sang it. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful oh, yeah. minor yeah. key nothing song. Nothing, um, nothing is going right. <laughs> you've got a friend. And that is such an encouraging song. It's It could be a church song almost. Mm -hmm. I'll try to sing it in church time, see what happens if anybody knows. <laughs> well, mine could be a church song at a marriage retreat. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's move on. <laughs> um, Another one of my favorite like upbeat songs, and and I can't recommend the, the band Queen except that they have really awesome songs. Um, <laughs> Do as you wish, wish with your ears, but their song "You're My Best Friend." Yeah, you're my best friend. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that gets pulled out yeah. and used yeah. for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a really good friendship song. And then Garth Brooks. I love this one. I friends, friends in low, high, low, yeah, places. low places. Yeah. Friends in low. I can't. Even Low I got friends in places. <laughs> yeah. Um, that came out. I didn't put the year down, but that came out when I was in elementary, at least early nineties. It's old. She's just trying to say how young she is. <laughs> what year? <laughs> well, I'm. You know how if you hear a song that connects with you, you kind of just sort of remember the atmosphere of what was going mm -hmm. on, and I remember not knowing what that meant. Like, what does that mean? That, that reminds me of Afternoon Delight. When I was on the carnival, oh. one, of the, one of the rides had Afternoon Delight. And it wasn't until much later that I found out what, what it was about. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> about fireworks. Yeah, that's the what phone. I thought. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's fun. It was like 1990, Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah. I was seven. 
Yeah. So. Real little tight. Um, one of the more recent songs. This came out in twenty. I don't know this one. This is called "Heathens" by Twenty One Pilots, and it was on the Suicide Squad DC comic. Or is that Marvel? Yeah. It's DC. No, it was DC. The, DC. Uh, yeah, um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I said I wanted to get the com the comic universe right. DC or Marvel, <laughs> um, but DC, and it was okay. Supposedly, tell me if I'm wrong. That Twenty One Pilots, they are or they are or were had a Christian background. Yeah, they're like so, Christian adjacent. They won't really... They're not going to come out as Christian, but they're, not gonna, but they're... The themes of their songs have a lot of... They're... Um, at least deeper, if not... Deeper, yeah. yeah. You don't you don't read just the lyrics for what they are. Think of if, if, if they were Christian, what would this mean? Kind of thing. So Heathen says, All my friends are heathens. Take it slow. Oh, no, I'm going Wait for them to ask you who you know. Okay, and so that has a what I had read or had heard about, we had a discussion on at some point, probably a couple of years ago now, was um, what that means is don't just shove the gospel down their throat. Ask them, wait for them to ask you. Yeah, yeah, develop that relationship, connect with them on other things, and then they'll ask you who you know or what it is about you. So I was like, that's a really good song. And so we, <laughs> we let Louie listen to that. <laughs> um, but it was there other songs that you kind of come to mind songs oh goodness well i mean if you're talking about love as we said this week in our pre-show podcast mm -hmm. millions of songs about right. love and relationships mm -hmm. um you know from barry Manilow to <laughs> olivia newton john <laughs> yeah. all the way up to all Most everybody else mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, right. and, and even the one what does kermit the frog sing to miss piggy I mean, y'all, y'all know yeah. Kermit the Frog. I do, okay. Yes. I've heard of him. He died though. Which is very sad. Oh, the I mean the Kermit voice, didn't yeah. die, but the, the, the actor, yeah, the yes, original yeah. voice, yeah. But no, I I don't really have any more. Oh, songs. no, it's not. We're gonna move on to movies about relationships. Sleepless in Seattle, <laughs> but they yeah they don't have to do with a love relationship, and so I I uh, have one that is almost like, and I talk with my brother Gabriel. Uh, the the baby brother uh, about this yesterday that is kind of our generation's epitome of friendship. And it's a series of mm. movies. The Lord of the Rings. It's also a book. The Fellowship yeah. of the Ring, yeah. Two Towers, Return of the King, and it's all about how this group <laughs> of friends <laughs> are on a singular mission. They have one thing in common that they are going to save their Middle Earth. By getting rid rid of this ring that could be used to destroy everything, and so it's it's about friendship the whole so way it's through. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, too. So <laughs> there we go. That works too. Even their cartoons are about relationships. Yep. Well, who are the four little weird guys from England? The Beatles. The Beatles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not those guys. The car. Not they weren't cartoon, but there was a purple one and a yellow one. Oh. Teletubbies. 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 That's after me, I think, after us. That was like, yeah, that was, was mid-90s. Those were weird, weird guys, yeah. So, yeah, I know some of these movies. Um, And so the, the 1986 Stand By Me, Stand by me. Uh, it was about these kids who realize that their friend was missing and they go out and try to find right. their friend. 
All right, so I have another thing from the same Mockingbird publication uh, that they talk about, Stand By Me. Um, and it was something about, as we're talking about friendships, like, do friendships it, when we're younger seem sweeter than the friendships that we have when we're older? Like, there's kind of maybe a sweetness that I would say about even the, the girls singing with us in choir. That there's a oh, sweetness no. there that if I were to just go sit next to you and start singing and, if you and matching pitch. It would be weird. I know. Right. It would be weird. You're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> but if it's a child. My space yeah. or your space. <laughs> there's a, there is def, a there's difference. There's an innocence uh, to yes. it. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm and jumping off forced. from there. Um, she says, or in this, in the movie Stand By Me, the adult Gordy opines and says, I never had friends like the ones I had when I was 12. Um, and then the author goes on to say, the responsibilities of adulthood tend to preclude the kind of curious wonder and openness that made truly rare to find that same level of transparency in even our closest relationships. There yet remains hope in our autumn years. And so my, um, let me just tell you real quick who the author was because I don't want to, um, Jason Thompson, um, titled remembering childhood um do our relationships as children seem more um uh i already said sweet but i guess more real than the friendships now because like you had said you've got some friends since you ninth grade or since you were four years old and do you think that because you've had those friendships as a child They've seen you mature. They've seen you go through roughs and easy patches that they, those, that's a lasting friendship because of that younger time. I, I guess I'm not really quite making sense. Um, I can say, I'll reword it. Forced friendships, like kind of what we have in the military or in a marriage <laughs> at some points, just kidding. Um, I'll go back to the military. The forced friendships you have in the military there's different things that you don't experience with them. Like you go through some, some rough spots because you're all facing the same thing, but a relationship that you might've had when you were younger, like you went through it, but your friend didn't. And mm -hmm. so they, you can navigate them separately, but you're, you can still remain friends. Do those relationships, are they more meaningful than now in your circle of friends? I, I don't, I don't, for me, I'm, I'm gonna say no. I don't think, I don't think my childhood friendships were more meaningful than my current friendships. I don't think friendships that started in childhood are necessarily more meaningful today than ones that started two years ago. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Now that may be a really good friend I still have from ninth grade, mm -hmm. and it is. But I've got a really good friend I met two years ago. Yeah. So, you know, those are different, obviously, right. but I wouldn't say their childhood that lasts till now doesn't necessarily mean sweeter or more meaningful, I don't think. I know Not that. now, but yeah. at the time, I feel like that's more along the lines of what you're saying or no? I'm I, I'm launching off of what this person is saying about how they, they feel like the childhood friendships um they were sweet and innocent and you um there was a naivete to them that 
you you're not jaded by so many things when you're younger. I do agree with that. And so when you're an adult making friendships, you're kind of like, are you going to use me? Is there an angle? So cynical. Yeah. I mean, do you really feel like everybody you meet, you have to question, okay, how are you going to use me? How are you going to abuse me? How are you going to no. take advantage of me? I don't necessarily have to, but it's just once you see something, you, you kind of take note of that. And is, is this going to be a problem? You know what I mean? I feel like it's more like that. I, I try and give you the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, I think once, once there's too many things, it's like, I need to. Well, once you, you know, like Lisa's told me for years, which somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. You know, if you hurt me or you lie to me or, you know, <laughs> you do try to take advantage of me. Well, now I know, mm -hmm. right? but I don't know that you. But I also believe in, well, my mother used to have this book and it sat on the coffee table for a long time. And part of it said, um, make new friends, keep the old one is silver, the other gold. And I do know that like God has brought people into my life. Like I think about um, Denise and Becky, they don't go to this church, mm -hmm. but I see them on a regular basis. But the very first time we met, it was like walking into the room with your best friend you hadn't seen. In 15 years there was this in instant energy and connection and also a level of trust that that after just a very short period of time you knew you had with them and i think god brings people into your life when he knows you need them most and you mm -hmm. knew i needed friends sure, and yeah. so we got here and he gave me friends yeah. um I, I don't know that i would place more value on somebody from my childhood other than the fact that they've seen me at my worst yeah, and they they still like me enough. Well, they love me enough to mm -hmm. because sometimes you love somebody and you don't really like them in that stage or whatever. But um, they've seen you through a lot. But then there's like our friends in Mississippi, yeah. and it's like they've always been our friends. Um, it's hard to believe, you know, when you see a memory on Facebook and it says something was only um, five years ago, mm -hmm. and you're like, no, it has to have been longer than that. They have to have been in our lives longer than that, and yet. They really weren't. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it was eight years ago, but. And, but I it's think interesting lifelong kids and friends like that. I think is a lot more like siblings too, where you, you just kind of come of age and and you you develop as a person, and people yeah. can see that those sure. things. So I think that that's that's interesting because that, that's something that I didn't have with, with my parents being in the military. But I disagree with the military because there is just that jump off point. You know, everybody's been able to spend ten weeks and didn't didn't go <laughs> home, didn't didn't quit you know so you just you kind of already know you, you you at least have that much character so yeah that's where i think you it was i love the military you could just you get to a new station and you're you, instant, yeah you, you you've got friends you there's somebody you there trust. that yeah so i disagree it, that it's four well except know. that we have said before man he's a great friend but he's a terrible soldier sure. and so that's like <laughs> where like i I want to be your friend in the uniform too. Come on, like get it together. Yeah. And so that's, that's maybe one of my lasting memories is having soldiers that you're trying to motivate who do not want to be motivated, who they just want to be your friend and not a soldier with you. Right. And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. It's like friends that aren't Christian. Yeah. You can, you can only go so deep in your friendship because the thing that means the most to you in your life means nothing to them yeah and they know that and mm -hmm. you can you can try to bring them in and if they put that wall up then you can't go much past that 
Mm-hmm. But I think we're really close to our, our childhood friends for the most part. I mean, when can you guys <coughs> sit on a swing set for three or four hours now and just, you know, no cares in the world and, yeah. and have somebody call you in for supper? Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> we don't yeah. get the luxury of the time yeah. that we used to have. Yeah. And, and, and just like you make those quick decisions when you meet people in the military yeah. based on past experience, we were <coughs> jaded. Yeah. You know, we were like, we trust you until you prove us wrong. Not, right. not you have to prove earn my right. trust. Yeah. So that is a little different. Well, one of the gifts I got Billy, I guess when I came home, must've been for your birthday. That's what it was. It was your birthday, 2021. Um, was a, cause he likes knives, was a knife and it's inscribed in Latin that says, De omnibus dubitatum, which means always be suspicious because that is the, the quality of friendship that he has a lot. He's typically suspicious first about, you know, is this going to last? Everything. Is Yeah. I mean, it just, I think because of life circumstances, but. So let me say again, yeah. Lisa told me many years ago, when somebody shows you who they are, believe, believe them. She gave you advice that said, always be suspicious. <laughs> Of her. No. <laughs> um, so moving. by the way, oh good. I would keep it near you. Oh, he has, he has it with it right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the oh man, I did have something else in my head, but may, we'll, we'll come back to it. So I just want to mention a couple of the movies that were really good, and they're put out by the Kendrick Brothers, oh, and they all have to do with relationships, whether it's coach to athlete, um, uh, a neighbor or a neighbor in your community praying for you or a husband and wife relationship. And the other one is overcome or another athlete movie. Um, so if you know who the Kendrick brothers are, I think they're based out of Georgia. They are. And um, so they have fireproof, which was 2008 courageous, 2011 war room, 2015 and overcomer 2019 i don't think that i've seen overcomer have you guys oh seen yes it? oh yeah very good That's okay very good i don't very know good. i i might have been in the room when i was playing but i never really like, actually sat down to watch it like I've isn't that the cross country one yeah. okay yeah i've heard yeah. <laughs> I've i didn't hear you things anything. about it but they put out really like they good did. stuff i think their first one facing the giants maybe we were uh there, there was the one about the car yeah, there's one. They, they, the first one or two they was put very out low budget were pretty yeah. cheesy. And, and kept kind of, but they have but, gotten better oh, and better. Oh, so and better. much! I mean, fireproof. And to all me, of these are good. Yeah, we, well, we got married in 07. so when fireproof came out, we were like, oh my gosh, are we fireproof? And so, like, it was, <laughs> so we've kind of followed um, the Kendrick brothers with courageous because it was police specific, but we really we were like, oh, this is the military. And then war room, we had, we were coming back from. Germany to South Carolina and one of the local churches was playing oh, yeah. it oh, yeah. and we mm-hmm. ate popcorn mm-hmm. with them. And I mean, it, just to plug into a church and we didn't right. end up like really going there, but it was just really neat that the church was put anyways. And so we just haven't seen overcoming yet. Yeah. But, good. Out, and, but they're all relationship based and obviously right. it, the, the, they're pointing to the holy relationship, but uh, of God and, and you having a relationship, but um, really good movies. All right. All right. Before we get to that, <laughs> we're about to get to the newlywed. Well, how do you okay. know each other, guys? Okay. Do you want to get their movies or no? Oh, did you see some? Yeah, I thought I saw Um. Aurelie says childhood friendships are more friendly, no hidden agendas, and purer. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. Sam Letson says, "Good to see Lisa." <laughs> that's my that's dad. My, that's my father-in-law. That's what friends are for. Oh, okay. So another song is that Disney Vultures. Yes. That's what for. I do think of them because they kind of played off of what the Beatles were. Right. That is a, I really That's do a good like song. that song. Um, oh, another Beatles song. 
or not another one, but I mean a Beatles song, "Little Help from My Friends," which I can't that's not. Yeah. I'm butterflies. Were you ever a Beatles fan? I, there was a time because of her. I think <laughs> I wasn't before. I was I never like a Beatles fan, really. Oh, okay, not yeah. Really. I like a few of their songs. John and Nancy Holder also said the Beatles. Um, Three Dog Night. I don't know what that one is. Oh, yeah. One is the loneliest number. One. one. Yeah. I don't know who sings it though. Oh, funny. Lots of um, lots of things. Oh, those Thank you. Actually. Yeah. Thank you, all of our Facebook watchers and commenters. This is great. <laughs> okay, before we get yes, to the, the game, mm -hmm. of who knows each other best? Do you find it easier to make friends with the same sex or opposite sex? Um, I for me, it's opposite sex. Okay. Same sex. I just love everybody. I don't okay, know. but um, it depends upon the stage of life. Sure. You know, like when I'm really in mama mode, it seems like I gravitated towards mama or if I'm really like at the athletic field and I'm coaching Caleb and then the coaches come up, then I really gravitate towards talking baseball with the, the coaches who were typically men, especially during the period of life when you couldn't be there necessarily for every thing. So I kind of stepped into the dad role a little bit. Um, I don't know. I guess right now. I, I don't think that that really enters into it as much as I'm looking for people that, that I can trust or that I can help or, you know, I don't know that I have a preference right now. I think for me, I make friends quickly, easier with women, but more lasting and maybe mm -hmm. deeper yeah. with men. Yeah. And I do think I'm very careful too. And part of it may have to do with being a pastor's wife. But just in general, I'm always very careful of how things appear rather than how I know they are. Like if I really needed to talk to you about something, I'm probably going to have Amanda in the room or very close by mm -hmm. just for appearance sake. Because um, I do believe we need to be above, above reproach and we need to make it very clear that we are different in the world. And that's yeah. probably why my relationships with men go tend to go deeper because I'm with them more <laughs> and more kinds of conversations yeah. and of course there's always exceptions i've but. started thinking though with the craziness in the world with the gender identity and oh, things heavens. like that now it's like any relationship you have is going to be so closely scrutinized like yeah i'm a hugger yeah well if you don't know what gender you are oh, you are not my friend no, yeah. I'm just saying, if, if that person can't figure out who they <laughs> no, are. but I'm talking about people looking, you know, when they see sure. us go up and hug a friend or whatever, um, I'm more conscious than ever how that appears to people so that things can't be misconstrued. Because we do have a church here in the area that a minister's wife left her husband. It was a few years back before we got here, but somebody was telling me left for somebody that was in a youth group when she reached 18. Mm. So you, a female a female left her husband left for her a husband. female in the youth group. Yeah. That turned 18. So, you know, I, th I think we need to always yeah. <laughs> be mindful. Yeah. The military too, just, just because there was just so many things that you could just saying something and if a party <laughs> hears you right. both get in trouble, you know? Right. So it's like, it was just very difficult where a guy, you could, I just felt like I could trust more, make, make a joke, joke around more aware with where yeah. girl, you just don't know if today she's happy tomorrow. Because I'm not a typical girl. I, I, and I grew up with my brothers and stuff. I just didn't have a lot of, um, 
I mean, I had girlfriends and I, I have some really fond memories with girlfriends, but it's just a lot easier because I can think more like a guy in a lot of ways. Well, I mean, you were raised with eight yeah. brothers. Yeah. And then, sure. and then just the different and life no choices. And no, no sisters. sisters at all. So yeah. I have a question. Okay. Um, people that you dated before you got married, are you still friends with them? No. She's not. <laughs> Is she allowed? To I'm friend? friendly, but I'm not friends with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's one, but he's my oh, sister-in-law's. <laughs> yeah, he's my sister-in-law's cousin. So we're we're friendly in that way. But we we grew up together for a long time. Right. But the other ones, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> nope. I left my <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm not going to be asked back. I just embarrassed her. <laughs> no, no, this is great. I mean, it's hard to embarrass me. And, I, and I'm not embarrassed. My body doesn't know how to listen to my mind. Um, I do have something I want to close with, but we're going to get to this, right? Or oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, get out your writing utensils and some cards. Can I use just one or I need yeah. more? You might you might need a few cards because there's, a, there's 10 questions. So you can use front and back. All right. So what we're going to do now is um, we're going to test how well we know our spouse. Oh, goodness. So you will, I'm going to ask the question and um, you're going to write. Okay. How it really Actually, is how yeah, it so, it's going to be. <laughs> so this is what we'll do first. What are Lisa and I going to say? Does that make sense? We'll do five for us and five for you guys. Okay. Okay. There we go. What is my, what is Lisa's? Favorite food and how often do I or Lisa eat that specific food? Oh, <laughs> okay, so what we're doing is a how well you know your spouse game. We're gonna do five questions for the guys, five questions for the girls, and um, this is about relationships. So you're connecting on food. This is a food connector right now. A Lisa's favorite food and and how often does she eat it? Sweetheart. <laughs> I know, because it's more of a... I love you anyway. It's, it's not a one... Well, never mind. Um, there's a... Sam, do you happen to have another pen? Sorry. Yeah, I've got plenty. I, I, okay. Plenty. <laughs> oh, Arlie calls me a tomboy. Yes, very much so. <laughs> And that hasn't, I mean, you can be very feminine, but you're still tomboy. Oh, I mean, I, when I was in, I think I was a senior in high school, I did chemistry class. I had chemistry and um, for the, the science experiment that we did, I did cosmetology, like I dyed hair and I got out of high school, did two years of college and said, nope, I want to go be a cosmetologist. So I did hair because it was, well, first of all, it was fun and drama and there's lots of changing and it was a room full of girls and I got friendly with all of them I've, and that was fun um at least as far as I know <laughs> no one was drama to my face um but that was really the only job I've ever had where I worked with all girls now that I'm thinking about it but anyways I was expressing my feminine side I think when I was doing cosmetology but that's not where my heart was my heart was with soldiers or in the ministry and a lot of ministry leaders are males. I mean, there's lots of 
I would say undercover women ministry leaders because they don't have titles or positions or paid or whatever. So they're kind of undercover in that way, but we're stealthy. They're stealthy. (laughs) I mean, we can talk more about that later, but um, (laughs) I think that I just by um, environment and by nurture, I was just around guys all the time. So ready? What? is my or lisa's favorite food and how often do we eat oh that? i forgot the how often how often you got your answer lisa oh yeah oh, okay <laughs> she's like i know what i like okay we got the easy part all right i would so yeah i guess you guys have to show it first okay. what did you say chips and salsa and once a week okay what did you put well no you guys oh i gotta say okay so i say chips and salsa whenever i can <laughs> So it might be once a week because that's when I can, but definitely. Okay, I'm gonna do. Do you accept that answer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Scorekeeper. I'm gonna give y'all a point. Okay. Well, you're a cheap date. That's all I can oh. say. <laughs> Trust. Appetizer too. Oh, seriously. Oh, wow. yeah. I said steak and shrimp. Oh. Okay. Once a month. I said seafood once a week. It's any kind of seafood, but yeah. I'll accept. Is that half just one point? point? Is yeah, half, half a point. Half yeah. point. <laughs> you got close. You were in the ballpark. Y'all, y'all are <laughs> I did put or chocolate daily. Yeah, chocolate. Oh, you I had the two answers. You weren't. You were I not was confident. Put coffee, but that's not I started with chocolate, and then I tried to say, "Is that that's not food? That's yeah. like a vitamin. Chocolate's a vitamin, <laughs> right?" Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Second, you want to go it's back dark. and forth? Yeah. Okay. So. Lisa, oh, yes, ma'am. To, you're not reusing. You can. I'm oh, reusing. I'm sorry. You yeah, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna scratch yeah. the top. Yeah, I just one, two. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Lisa. Yes, ma'am. Does Sam have any allergies to anything? Yes, yes. yes I'm gonna answer. I'm. Five, an, but yeah, okay, me and Lisa are gonna answer. Do so Sam or Lewis? Is it just have? yes or no? Or you have to put what it is. Um, I would. I mean, yes, and bonus point for what it is. I don't remember what it is. Um, well, you just said li- yes. I'm so confused. Oh, oh, do you not know? Oh, okay, do you not know you have an allergy? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it's. Wow. I can't remember what it's called though. Oh, there it is. Okay, There's ready? one thing. If you say this one thing, tonight's show is over. So good luck. Okay, ready? Yes. Wait. I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> They're giving each other clues. <sighs> okay. I take it by mouth. <laughs> it's already written. Yeah. Okay. Least, oh, no. Yes. Oh, I go first? No, 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 no. You do. You he do. has allergies. When he takes Cipro, it makes his eyes well shut. Oh, okay. He's okay. also a little bit allergic to some cats. They make him sneeze. But okay. it's really the super that, that is a is point and, and a another half. point. Yes. So yes. we got both. That's two points. And I Yay. said yes, Benadryl, because they gave that to you that and it made you itch. I don't that was morphine. Benadryl made him itch. That's what you give you not to yeah. eat. Yeah. Itch. You you had they gave you morphine, morphine you started to itch. And they, they no, Benadryl. the Benadryl is what there was a counter thing. They didn't do what you We'll be back after <laughs> this message. Okay, so we get one point for yes. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, we, you both yes, said yes. Yeah, both okay, said yes. okay. He's all like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. 
do I, what does Lisa, oh, what does it, what do I, what does Lisa want to do on the weekends? Okay, let's say not Sunday. Because yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. you want to go and to I, So that's why church. I said on my, because I didn't know if it would come back because his weekend is broken up by a Sunday, Tuesday. But yeah, what what do you do on your days off? What do you want to do what on do your I days What do you want to do? Okay. That's easy. Well, this is me. What Sam and Lewis, <laughs> what does Lisa and Amanda want to do on the day off? <laughs> I hope you get this because it's not always what we do. So we rarely do it. <laughs> Dude, I didn't write that. <laughs> and a pro pro. Okay. I hope Tracy Marie is watching. Okay. <laughs> what did you say she does? Wants to do? Beach. Beach. No. All right. What did you say I want to do? Spend time with the goats and chickens. Yes. Be with the goats animals. Because I wasn't sure what you were going to say. What about you? Oh, oh he's going to be there. <laughs> Projects. <laughs> yeah, but, but what Sam there. didn't say is when we go to the beach, I like to walk for like miles. It just clears my head. Yeah. Sam likes to um, meditate in the chair. <laughs> I like to sit under the umbrella in my beach chair and just watch the waves. <laughs> Sometimes with his eyes closed. But Prayer. 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 Meditate. Well, if you don't have regular counseling now, you might after this one. Okay, okay. Lisa, uh -oh. me, to myself. What is the most annoying trait that I have? So my most annoying trait. Okay, so I can tell you mine. To you, what is the most annoying trait that I have? What I, is the I most annoying trait that, that he, she has? She doesn't have any. Okay. <laughs> I get a point for that. <laughs> I know what it is. Most annoying trait. Mm -hmm. You tell me I do it all the time. That is a lot of writing you just did. Oh, I have nothing yet. Um, the most annoying Maybe trait I'm drawing a blank for real. Oh, that's good. Because I'm trying not to do this anymore. But you're not. Um, what is the most annoying trait that I have? Okay, I'll I'll put. You can say it now. <laughs> I could probably you... put five down here, but there's one that he's. Oh. Um... Oh, not that one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There, there are two that I have oh. that are really pretty bad. Okay, and no, I'm, I know. Okay. And one of them is because of medication right now. I hope that goes away. But the other one I've done for a long time. I'll table talk over here and uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get it anyway. anyway. All right. Okay. I said that I can't whisper. Oh, geez. That Ooh. is very annoying. But this, <laughs> this often. What did you win? You're just controlling. That is not the most annoying your, trait. Yes, that's what I have to do with every day. Okay, I put a minus one. <laughs> All right. Well, we didn't get that one. No, yeah, you... th when you whisper, what? No, oh, what? I can't, what? Oh, yeah, they do have a big nose. <laughs> First of all, I feel like maybe you lost your voice for a second and, like, speak louder. <laughs> hmm. 
you, can, you can tell us what your answer was. Oh, no, I can't whisper. I said can't I can't whisper, whisper but he says I can tell her. She okay. did, right. though, in right. here one day. She learned it? The door was open. Oh, no, no, I did not learn no, it. No, no, no. Wait, she started the conversation. And I said, why are you whispering? <laughs> and I said, I just want to know if other people do this. Because my husband says I don't. <laughs> and he did. He matched it. Exactly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what to put. I, can't, I wouldn't want to be a soldier with her. <laughs> They're right on the other side. Who? Okay. I know what I do. You want me to say it? I'll, there's yeah, two, go there's ahead. Two, there's two things that I do. One is I talk and I'm walking away. And oh, that drives him yeah. Nuts. And the other one is I talk over him. Yes. <laughs> talk <laughs> over me. What did you say? There's a, there's a third one. What's the third one? I'm really working on these. Though, I, wrote, I know I, I do them. I wrote look for dogs. Oh, that's, oh. that's, a, that's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> and and if she finds one, I've got to see it. Oh, I found another. Oh, look at this one. Oh, I'm trying to watch TV. Read a book. Well, if you get me a dog, it could all end. No, and what, what are you going to do when you have a dog? What are you going to look for then? <laughs> a new car? A second one. Another dog? No, Something expensive. One. They have one oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. We, but we need another one. So did you get no points? And we got no points from what that did one? You, did you really say dogs? Looking for dogs is my worst trait? Wow. That's a good trait to have. If you need a marriage counselor, I'm a chaplain. No, and but I'm, I'm really shocked if you didn't put talk over you. Because I've been on steroids. Well, here I go. I just did it then. I can't, I can't remember everything. It's like if a thought comes to mind on steroids, I mean, like, this would not be a good time for me to be a soldier because... If it comes into the brain, it's coming out of the mouth, yeah. like, immediately. And sometimes it doesn't come out. Nice. Sweet and nice. And I blame the steroids. I do. I blame the steroids, too. Because <laughs> I do. I honestly do. Because sometimes she has been very... Yeah. I mean, like, she's, she was going to call the cops and the fire department on our neighbors the other day. <laughs> uh, you know, so... Well, only if the house Well, I mean, we fire. don't need to talk about it, so. <laughs> So the house catches on fire. I'm not going out there with my garden hose. I'm calling the cops at the fire department. I feel like you guys will know this about, you will know this about Sam, and I will okay. not know this about you. Okay. As a child, did Sam, did Lewis have chicken pox? If so, how old was he when he had that? Oh. Gosh, I don't know the age. I'm going to take a wild guess on the age because. I don't. I don't know the age. Yeah. I don't have a clue. I mean, I guess, but take a wild guess. <laughs> yeah, put a guess down. <laughs> We're good. Okay. What'd you say? I know he had them because I remember his mom talking about it, and I remember he was young, and it was when he first went to school. But I don't remember if that was five or six. So what'd you put? I put five. What'd you put? Yes, he did. Aww. Did you put five? Yep. Cream flavor, as in singular. What is? Oh, she's still writing. You have a favorite long name? I should. Well, I got a little description here. And this one's gonna be an easy one. <laughs> it is. Sam, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate. Oh, really? Because it was vanilla, but the last time you got ice cream, you got cookies and cream. Baby. <laughs> 
when I had toe cancer, it changed from vanilla to chocolate. That's what I said. Chocolate. It was vanilla. But the last time you got ice cream, it was it was now cookies and cream. Chocolate. What did it's you chocolate. put? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yes. Did y'all get a point? Yes. Yeah. yeah chocolate. <laughs> yeah, but with, don't you know it was vanilla for? Oh yeah, most for of ages. Life. Yeah. Okay. And then it changes. It changes. I was afraid that this question might fall to me. Okay. Okay, Lisa. Yes, me. Sam's gonna answer what your kind of pizza what kind of pizza do you want to order for yourself what wow. pizza would you order for yourself oh, what pizza would i order for myself if i'm gonna eat it what oh, would wait i order a minute. <laughs> you're not gonna get this i'm not no <laughs> oh because <laughs> you're not even gonna go there this is just for me if you do something weird like white pizza or chicken alfredo pizza, I'm that's, not going to get That's what it. I eat with Caleb. That's okay. Thing. Okay. That's All right. I'll go first this time. Supreme or any combination of vegetables and meat. Thin crust veggie supreme. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. We'll I'll give it. it. Yeah. That's close. All right. But thin crust. Yeah. That's, I thought you loved thin crust. I'm not sure when I want to die. <laughs> Today, um, pepperoni and pineapple. Well, any wow. kind of meat and pineapple. Yes. Oh, that's meat good. I'll accept it. I'm half a point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two I more, like salty and sweet together. Two more questions, and how far are we down? By two, one and a half. One and a half. Okay. Okay. So we have to get both of these right. She's very competitive, and, and they have to get both of them wrong. Or how likely? If you ask a question. Okay. How old was Sam? How old were you when you first rode in a plane? Like a plane, up in the air and well, down. I didn't make that noise. Oh, oh whatever. goodness. I don't even Don't look at him in the eye. Don't look him in the I'm eye. I'm trying to okay. think how old I was. How, how old was he? How old was he when he first rode in an airplane? I don't know that I know this. Yeah, you do. Think about it. It's when you went to the Holy Land, but I don't remember how old you were. He should. I, no more. Nay, nay. No I can tell talking. you where he went. And I can tell you that they don't, they tried They're to buy his mom. 21 times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can tell you, I thought we'd be dating when I got back and we weren't. She was dating somebody else. You were gone for three weeks. That's too long. Ten days, baby. I, Maybe 12. Oh, yes. Okay, <laughs> I, same thing. I know, I, I know where you went. I remember the trip, but I don't remember how I was in were. your life. If you could remind me of where I went. On the first plane, I <laughs> okay. Can't even know. It's possible I went on a plane as a child, but I don't think so. I think this was the first one. But I can't remember. Okay. I have a description just because I want. Okay. You guys go first this time. Okay. We were either 15 or 16. He went to the Holy Lands. And somebody tried to buy his mom for like two Persian rugs no, no. and a camel. Well, that was a different trip, but but he was going to the Holy Land. Okay. Yeah. That's... But it was either fifteen or sixteen. I don't remember if you were driving yet or not. And we were kind of a fresh, kind of interested in each other couple. Okay. I, I didn't put an age. I put a grade. Okay. Tenth grade. grade. Oh yeah, that tenth grade. But grade, I don't yeah. remember where we were in the year. Did your dad take the rugs and the camel? <laughs> His mom can, there's not enough in the world for her. 
there's God, Jesus, the angels, and then my mother-in-law. I think Dad said something like throwing two more rugs. <laughs> but he was obviously that. kidding. He knows he's oh, got a great that's thing. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. You were going on a work trip with Causeway. They sent you up to Chicago through Chicago O'Hare. And you think that that's the first time I flew alone? Oh. That's not the first time I flew. Okay. Well, I said 2021. 20, yeah. I said 13. I don't even where, know. Where did you go? Up to South Dakota. Oh. When, in my younger years. Yeah, Trudy, that is this time. true? Yeah, that wasn't the first time. Was it family? We need to know. Yeah, on a family trip. Are you sure you were on a plane before? You acted like the. He acted like he had. It was the first time I had act. gone anywhere by myself. I was so <laughs> proud and scared. <laughs> proud and scared. He was time. so like you even missed your connecting flight yeah, because you didn't, I didn't know what to do because I was on my own, not because I had never died. <laughs> Kevin McAllister. I know. He's a grown man. I'm like I don't know. I just run through airports. It's not they funny. Changed my gate. I went to. A, I Listen. went right there. I was like, I had all my stuff. I was there. I go in, I go to the restaurant, I'm not paying attention, not listening, watching the sports. I come out, you got to go all the way 10 miles away. Oh, well, let's try and make it. There I go. And there's my plane. Oh, great. Now what? And he calls me. I thought oh, I you were going to call me right away. And you're like, I missed my flight. I'm like, you what? Like, have you never and flown before? Uh, no. By myself. That's the cab. Yeah. It's and not funny you miss your flight. It's hilarious that she's laughing at you. Yeah. The, I, slept, I slept under some chairs. Had a We've all slept a, under chairs. A vacuum We're in cleaner. The military. Here. Hit me with a vacuum cleaner. They closed down the whole thing because it was a yeah. little, a tiny little place, a little connected wow. place. So I had to go outside and sit outside so I could catch the the first one the next day. Yeah. I would not have laughed. Alone? I would not have laughed. So call me next time. In, okay. like that in your face. I would not have laughed. Okay, this is the last one, I'm and it's worth four points. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I thought that was the last one. <laughs> one more. Okay. Um, This is so awesome because this is about us. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Sam, Lewis, what would Lisa talk about all day if given the opportunity? If given the opportunity, what would Lisa talk about all day, most every day? If given the opportunity, what would I talk about all day? That's the last question for the win. For right now, for this, where we are right now. Oh, Lisa, however, you, for five years ago. <laughs> no, no, I don't want you to win. For right now. <clears throat> In fact, she does. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. You don't talk about nothing. <laughs> She doesn't talk at home. She, as soon as I try and talk, she shuts me down, and then we gotta go. go she gotta distract me with other stuff and bring up other things. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. She talks here. <laughs> he actually listens sometimes. I'm a pastor. Part of my job. It's a gift. You don't pay me to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I need a therapist. I think that's a whole different subject. Oh, funny. All right. Are y'all ready? All right. That was really Well, funny. I forgot the question. Oh, yeah. If given the opportunity, what would Lisa talk about all day, most every day? If given the opportunity, what would I talk about all day, most every day? You want me to answer that? Goats and chicken. Well, yeah, but I don't. I don't think so. The farm. The farm. Mm. She gets tired of that. 
I don't think she Do does. I? No, I don't think she does. Lisa so wants did us we, to win. We won. I know. <laughs> Lisa knows what I would do. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I was joking with my first one. I couldn't get it. The second one. Okay. No, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said projects on the farm. Yeah, I said yourself. Oh, that's as good. A, as a joke. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I gotta go now. <laughs> farm life. Okay, that should be accepted. Farm life. So that's four points. <laughs> what? Okay, what did you say? Uh, are you want you want to answer first and then I'll tell you first. Or you want me to first? Dogs. See, I wrote dogs. Uh-huh. But that's really what I talk about all the time is is the things I'm looking forward to doing once we don't have to worry about treatments uh, and all that. Sure. And the fact that I'm going to be able to eat ice cream yeah. and have cold drinks and you do talk about go. that, but every day if you would you just look at dogs help me. I'm gonna give us a point for that. Huh? So it's four points. It's four points. I know you guys still <laughs> win. That was really good though. That was fun. Very good. That was harder than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. You're welcome. The questions come out of there? No, I, I looked them up. Oh, okay. I looked them up. And they it wasn't under newlywed questions. It was like how to tell if your friend knows you well enough or well knows you well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And they had tons of questions. So I kind of skimmed through and chose some that. And I thought, well, I didn't know how we would end up playing it. And so I thought, well, if they, we do break it down to like yeah. guys and girls answers. And I kind of, I just, yeah, it worked out well. That so was fun. so yeah. we went to a relationship conference one time, and the way that they had the husband and wife put on um, mask, and then it was like who who is the biggest talker, and you both had to vote for either yourself or the other person, and the ones that you agreed on, and it was funny because a lot of times they would they would say your spouse would say, and you would point wait one place and then they'd say but the true answer is you know so sometimes they knew what they thought their partner would say and it was funny because they figured out that actually the marriages that last they followed them Mm -hmm. and so the ones that lasted the longest were the ones who were trying to answer the way they thought their spouse would answer yeah which means a lot of times they were like opposite of each other which i thought was pretty interesting (laughs) <laughs> no, I know we're getting actually near the end of two hours. Yeah. It's been amazing. We went this long with no break. Uh, I do just want to mention quickly, yeah, right. sure. since we're talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been entertained, love, and laugh. So let's learn just a little bit tonight before we go. Five benefits of a healthy relationship. Oh, that's good. And it didn't mean necessarily spouse, but just a good relationship. Number one, well, I guess. Okay, what is the benefit of a healthy relationship? Um, yeah. What? Physical, a physical health, yeah. Okay, that basically, less stress. Yeah. (laughs) Now, it's actually a stress hormone. You produce less of it. Cortisol. Yeah, if you're in a relationship. Yeah, I didn't know that. Less susceptible to psychological stress, social emotional support, so you have less stress. No, number one, or that's that's number one. Less stress. Oh, number two, you heal better. Okay. Really? If you're in a relationship, that's why we're not sick a lot. <laughs> well, this that's says you, you get heal. Get over it. Yeah, you get, you get over it. Get over. <laughs> that's because you say, "Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done." Yeah. Research long-term relationship, and you undergo heart surgery, you're three times more likely to survive the first three months than a single person. Mm. 
three times more likely. Healthier behavior. Healthy relationships set the perfect tone for an overall healthy lifestyle. So, like, yeah, a good relationship would keep you from risks. I mean, that's not always true because sometimes my wonderful, loving husband will coax me into eating bad food. (laughs) Well, overall, overall. (laughs) Yummy food. Yeah. Number four, a greater sense of purpose. Oh, sure, yeah. You're doing something good for someone else. You're improving the world in some way. And a loving relationship, you get a sense of well-being and purpose. Mm-hmm. So, and then number five, a longer life. Mm-hmm. Research has proven that having good relationships increases longevity. Overall, yeah. obviously, yeah. there are exceptions. And that's something. So you can live longer, have more purpose, be healthier, Feel better and have less stress mm-hmm. if you have good relationships. I've heard that for even animals, though, too. I, I, I think I've heard similar things. That's like why people, you need two dogs. Two dogs. <laughs> and many goats. Many and goats and chickens. Now, yeah. there are a couple of articles here. Five common mistakes couples make. Oh, okay. Or 11 common mistakes to avoid. Give us number one, the top one. And the 11 to avoid. Yeah. What's the, the one we absolutely should Number avoid. one, losing the romance. The number What's one that? reason, <laughs> the number one reason relationships fail is being, they become complacent and slack mm-hmm. on making an effort for romance. I think one of, thinking of that, the five love languages and every other, I mean, there's tons of romance, keep your love alive. And a lot of them are, are good Christian or Bible-based stuff. But when I see them, I'm like, oh, I don't need that. But I'll read it for somebody else that needs it, right? <laughs> and um, and some to some degree, they have been beneficial because I'm even though I feel like we've got a really good romantic relationship aspect to our, our marriage, um, there's always something to learn. Like sure. if I can tweak how I do or say something, um, or honor you or respect you in a certain way that I thought was respectful and actually wasn't because somebody else told me rather than you telling me, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, there's a lot of good books. Lewis, I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm gonna help your marriage. <laughs> Number two, common mistake to avoid in a relationship, trying to control our significant other. Wow. So being controlling is a mistake you should seek to avoid. So we didn't we didn't get to answer the most annoying trait. Yeah, you picked the questions the way you did. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that you're equally as controlling, but there's an element of control that you try to have. And that's Can you punch it right in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> you must agree with me on this. <laughs> Number three, expecting perfection. Oh yeah, I'm guilty early early days of our marriage super guilty and some people do number four avoid confrontation oh not me that's not healthy that's not expecting perfection and going confrontation mode and number five is the opposite fighting about everything that's equally that's perfection though number six trying to change the other person number seven keeping secrets from the other person oh yeah number eight not taking time for yourself being too codependent. Number nine, not taking differences and core values seriously. Yeah. That's 
That's a biggie. Yeah, I would say that should be closer to number mm -hmm. one. But maybe not as many people struggle with that. Yeah. By the way, if you have a relationship issue, I mean, we're here for you. You know, let us know. Call me or email us. And uh, we're glad to talk off air. And I do see we still have comments coming in. Yeah. We appreciate you hanging in tonight. And there are many other things we could talk about. For 14 signs of a healthy relationship. You speak your mind. You have your own space. Do you have your own space? You At go home? off and do your own thing sometimes? Not Army. I'm going to say yes. I mean, like on Saturday, my mom and I were going to go meet for coffee. You, you take time to pursue your own interests or your own friendships. We did just have this conversation the other day. I said to him, now that we've had a lot of goats, <clears throat> I said, we need to just double check here. Do you want goats because I want, you think I want goats? And do I want goats because I think you want goats? Like, or do we really actually both of us want goats? And to grow our farm a certain way and so we had to talk about it because there's you have to almost double check like do we want one dog or two dogs do we really want three dogs like where where, where is our commitment level and then like where do we see us growing or what's life going to look like in five years if we you know if, keep going yeah, down this way going, yeah so you got to do that reevaluation like, more acres like <laughs> the couples that think they're they last longer when they're trying to do with the spouse right okay that's, that's, that's almost kind of like what I was like. I like that. What is it where the, the, the guy sells his pocket watch to the get gift the, girl of the magi? A comb, and then the, the, the head, woman yeah, cuts, cuts her, her hair, hair to get yeah. the a pocket chain watch. for the pocket yeah. watch. So that would yeah. happen if they would have communicated. If only. No, it was a surprise gift they, that was, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that kind of thing. Um, so there is a lot of research, a lot of yeah. good information, good Christian help if you want it, if you know somebody that wants it or needs it. The thing I wanted to close on, and I'll ask real quick um, if I'm allowed to do this. In the Peace River Shopper, there's obituaries. Can I read something from them? Sure. Okay. So the Peace River Shopper is something that comes out for Arcadia, DeSoto County specifically, and it's very it pertains to um, life in this area. And sometimes there's obituaries, not all the time, but I thought something... Um, I, I know older folks do this. They read the obituaries to see if their friends died. And I found that that's sad, but it's also comforting because then you know they like tell a beautiful story about the person sometimes. And it's usually the the um the spouse or like the next closest family member that um does it. So I'm not gonna share the name, I'm just gonna read a little bit of a section if that's okay. I just want to double check. Okay. She will be remembered for her audacious faith, her beauty that went beyond the superficial. She was real to all that knew her, and she loved those close to her until her last breath. Wow. Yeah. And I thought, I want someone to say that about <laughs> me when I die. And I'm like, that's so amazing. So if you knew this person who was mentioned, or if you know somebody like that, tell them thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being that friend. And then there's one more um, that uh, I found it much, much shorter. And it's about a gentleman. Then it says, um, he will be remembered as well by many family members and friends. And so I know that's much shorter than the other one, but they both spoke in more detail about what they did in the community here and in the lives of their friends and family that love and miss them so much. And um, so the relationships that we have, all those connecting points, all the common level ground work that we have where we uh, build each other up and we honor each other and we love at all times and we carry each other's burdens, 
Um, what are people going to say about you when you are no longer there to help build up and, and carry those things? So just kind of keep that in mind that like the friendships that you're making now may be eternal. So, yeah, I hope so for me anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think that's it. I mean, we've been going for two hours. It's 9.59. We do, obviously, the last two weeks. We have not been a radio station. And um, last week, there was something we couldn't avoid. Tonight, we made the choice to do it this way. We like it. We hope you like it. Let us know. And there are some additional changes in the works, some exciting news, not just about this show, but about other opportunities. So continue to uh, be a part, and we appreciate it very much. And are there any comments we need to follow up on? Um, Aurelie says, beautiful thoughts. Um, let's see, she also says, oh, sometimes when I'm looking at the comments, they kind of jump. So let me see if I can not do that. If Amanda Peer appears controlling, she's just taking charge and saving you a headache. <laughs> Amen, sister. Thank you. Now, who wrote that? Orally. Oh, my goodness. I think we should close on that, actually. Please, please do not encourage her. Thank you all for joining us tonight. I think we did love, we laughed, we learned together. And um, go out and love, laugh, learn with other people and bring them to the show. And we'll see you next week. God bless you. Yeah. Good night. Thanks for joining us today on the Sam and Amanda Show podcast, where we love, laugh, and learn together. Try to find us on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, even. Find us, like us, share us, and listen to us next time. <laughs>